We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale, and producer Cole, baby. On the desk, if you guys are watching on YouTube, which you should be, you can see everyone here. It is fun. Producer Cole, baby, is here because we're, of course, talking wrestling. More specific, we're talking AEW. We're going to, I guess, recap the entire card that we just saw. One of the best pay-per-views, I mean in recent memory from any company. So we're going to go up and down that card. A couple five-star matches, maybe. I mean, none in the Meltzer scale, but if they were in the Tokyo Dome, it would have been like eight for a few of them. But we have all of that to talk about today. But first, we have to talk about and send our best wishes and a fast recovery to our brother, Big He, um, after he suffered an injury on SmackDown this past Friday. So um, all my wishes go out to E. Dre, I know I saw it first because you mentioned something. I went to social media, and unfortunately, I saw the clip. And uh, first, let's just talk about E before talk about any other circumstances around this. Um, how is he doing? Uh, I mean, he's surprisingly in really good spirits. Uh, the man's always in good spirits. Yeah, which which I which I told a few people. I, I mean, I'll kind of give the rundown of what I saw, what happened. So, you know, it's it's SmackDown's not live on the West Coast, so I had to watch, you know, watching on tape delay. And the first thing that I saw earlier was Butch, which we'll talk about later. Ridiculous. <laughs> Pete Dunne being turned to Butch. I tweeted about that. Then all of a sudden, my mentions started getting when Flood is E okay. What are you talking about? So before I did anything, I just texted you. Are you okay? I didn't know what happened, and then somebody sent me the clip of Ridge Holland doing the belly to belly on the, and he hit his head and they, you know, seeing him like that. So now I'm like, I text Kofi. Is he okay? Nobody's responded. And now Twitter is like just going crazy. You know, they're saying he's getting stretched off. So I tweeted about it this morning, uh, Saturday morning. Well, basically it's different. Like when we watch injuries on social media and people talk about injuries, it's one thing for us to watch it, but like, that's my friend that that's happening to and I'm watching people tweet all kinds of crazy things, and I can't see what's happening. And all I can do is hope I can hear from somebody to find out if he's okay. Um, so I finally talked to Emilio Sparks, and Emilio had talked to somebody, uh, Nikki, and then Kofi texted me. And, you know, they said he landed hard in his head. Kofi texted me. He's like, he's going straight to the hospital. I went to the hospital. 
and uh, found out he had a what he, they thought was a broken neck. Fortunately, he's in Alabama where Dr. Andrews is, who works on everybody. Yeah. Um, but it's a, for, it's a big shout. Like, I'm pulling back the current on a lot of stuff. I'm big shout out to Kofi because Kofi was like, he didn't have to do this, but he, he called me, he called Johnny. So anybody that was important, Kofi was on the phone with him, right? The weird thing about all of this, for me, earlier that day, uh, he had texted me, he was dropping Kofi off at the hotel. I forgot, what we were just talking about something random. And he was just like, yeah, we were just, me and Kofi were just talking about you, right? And then, so when Kofi calls me, he's like, yeah, we're rotating in and out, Woods is here. He's fine. He's like, he can move his hands, he can move his legs. Um, he'll be okay, they're just trying to find out if he needs surgery. And I'm like, appreciate it, Kofi. Thank you for calling me because everybody's scared. You know, you're not there. You're just wondering if he's going to be okay. If a broken neck is, yeah, there's nothing to mess with at all. Uh, and Kofi's just like, yeah, so me and he were talking about you every day. And they, he started talking about my wife. He was like, I heard your wife pass the bar. This is just how Kofi is. Like, Kofi's a very, like, is every, how are you doing? Is everything okay? And I'm like, wait, how are you doing? Like, you're there. Like, that was your match. Kofi didn't see it happen. So Kofi was alert. I think he, the ref told him that they were taking E off. Like, is he, he took the L in the match. Yeah. So he was just like, it was just scary for me. And I'm just asking him, like, are you okay? He's like, nah, I'm good. He was like, the good thing is, like, he's over here cracking jokes. That's just how he functions. And he texts me. He's like, I'm all right. Love you, bro. And that was it. And I texted Emilio and I texted Johnny. I was like, I guess he's all right. But for that, that moment in time where the world is speculating on what's going on with somebody that you're very close to. And people are asking me, is he okay? Dog, I don't know. I'm here. I'm in Vegas. I'm watching it like you guys are. But they discharged him this morning. I mean, the reason why I can talk about this is because he's tweeted it down. I didn't yeah. want, you know, I didn't want to speak out of turn on a lot of this. But discharged him. He's just got two fractures in his vertebrae. Uh, no surgery. He'll be down minimum six to eight weeks. That's just till he gets the brace off. Then some rehab and recovery. Hopefully he'll be back to work uh, the next three months or so. But he's back in Tampa. So it's like, he's fine. And, he, you know, he's he's E. So he's just basically like, yeah, I've, I've been hurt worse before. I was like, you in any pain? He was like, no, not really. I just got this brace on. Basically, what Kofi told me is that he completely managed to avoid the worst case scenario. Right? Like, this could have been really bad. Fortunately, he's got a big-ass neck <laughs> that could absorb that impact. So he's got the two fractured vertebrae, and obviously he won't be at WrestleMania this year. Uh, I mean, he may show up. I don't. You never know what yeah. Vince does with guys. Uh, but, yeah, it was just it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Talking to people all night was hard because I'm like, I can't see. I couldn't watch SmackDown. Like, I, like I, I skipped it. When it yeah. finally came out, I just – I tried to watch it this morning. I just – I was like, I can't watch this. Yeah. I've seen the replay enough, and people are weird on Twitter, and they're talking about whose fault it is. I'm like, dog, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I honestly do not care whose fault it was. I just want to make sure my friend's okay. Y'all can talk about Rich Holland should be fired. Look, man, Booker T hurt Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. He's fine. No one got to be fired. No. I, I think they're, this is on my end of things because um, as soon as, you know, I talked to you last night, you're like, all right, he's good, you know, Worst part averted. Yeah. And then, but this is a microcosm of, and I think Lance Storm has said this before, the talent is too green in too many areas there. And I understand what they're trying to do 
but at a point it becomes unsafe for talent. Um, this was just a small sample size of that because very few of these green people have really reached the main roster so far and being bumped up so quickly. But we see this all the time in NXT now. Well, NXT is super, super green. green. We just saw someone get dumped on their head yeah. not too long ago, and, and then, you know, the signal was thrown up. They had to get taken out. Um, there was, in a women's match like a week ago, a huge crisis averted because uh, a woman was caught after just being launched outside of the ring. Yeah, like, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez, yeah. like, saved this chick's life. Um, so there's there's all of these little moments now, and a lot of times they're trying to have veteran talent work young talent, but it makes it safer for the young talent. It doesn't necessarily make it safer for the veterans. Well, here's, here's what I'll say. I'll take my friend hat off for a minute, put on my wrestling hat. This spot was totally unnecessary. A belly-to-belly from Rich. Rich Holland's not Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It's not like Big E's like 200 pounds and you can throw him and he's just going to flat bump on his back. Rich Holland's a big dude, but I've never seen him do a belly-to-belly on anybody. So why is this spot happening on a SmackDown that's pretty inconsequential as we head into WrestleMania? It's dangerous. And it was unnecessary at the time. Um, Talent being green... NXT has a bigger problem than the main roster. Rich Holland had three matches in NXT before he got called up. Yeah. Accident, <laughs> I mean, accidents, accidents happen, happen. Right? It's just the spot is more concerning than anything yeah. else. It's not like Rich Holland can do a lot of things. A belly to belly on E on the outside of the ring. No talk. Probably not the spot you want to pull off. A little dangerous, right? Like, I don't know. Again, I don't know who the agent was for the match. I haven't, I haven't asked E none of that. Like, I'm sure we'll doesn't talk matter. more. Yeah, right now it doesn't matter. We've just been talking about him and everything else. But it's just a weird spot to see. And NXT is the problem with green talent. I wouldn't, I see, see Rich Holland calling for, get people calling for Rich Holland's head. It's unnecessary. It's just when the matches happen, just certain things you don't need to do. Like Brock Lesnar doing a shooting star press probably wasn't a good idea against Kurt. Yeah, Adam, right? Didn't try it again. <laughs> no, accidents happen. Yeah. This was an accident. We'll move on. Fortunately, crisis averted. People are going to be all right. Um, but I think that green stuff is really happening in NXT where you're seeing a lot of talent who hasn't worked on TV getting thrown into the fire. And now it's like they're trying to show out. Yeah. And they're doing really dangerous things that could get people hurt. And it's if anybody who doesn't follow Lance Storm, you should. Because Lance Storm points these things out. And if anybody understands wrestling and how to be technically sound in the ring, it's Lance Storm. Yep. Right? Lance is a friend of mine. We talk about a lot of this stuff offline. Often. Friend of the podcast, Lance yeah. Storm. Lance is a, he's a great Rumble. guy. Corner Rumble participant. Yes, yes he was. But he, when he sees things, like he, I think there was a powerbomb spot, and I'm not going to put him too much on blast, but he had messaged me, and he was like, see, what's wrong with this spot is he's not looking before he powerbombs, and he doesn't realize that his ass is coming before his head, so he can't brace for impact. And I'm like, Lance could point all these things out. Like, I couldn't even see that. But he was like, clearly I could tell it upsets him. It's like, you shouldn't be doing these moves. Somebody's going to get hurt. And yeah. what are you doing them for? So Ridge, I don't know. He's had a lot of work in the PC. He's had a lot of work. It's just, it was just a bad spot. Couldn't figure out. I mean, maybe just wasn't strong enough to get EO all the way over. It's, it's just, it's just a smackdown. You know, and there's differences between doing that in the ring, doing that outside of the ring. I mean, dude, less- <laughs> for all intents purposes, Matt Cat Moss just took a similar bump with Drew Mack. Yeah. In Saudi Arabia. And he's also fine. not good. 
Yeah, it's not, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. talent, talent. That, that looks shaky, too. <laughs> things happen. Like, wrestling yeah. is wrestling. People are going to get hurt. So, yeah, I mean, it's, Rich probably shouldn't have done that, but it is what it is. It, 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 t- it takes two to tango for any of these moves, right? And if you're trying something brand new that you, A, ha- haven't really done on TV with any other performer, let alone, let's just go ahead and stick the difficulty level up to expert. Biggie's a big dude. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's asking for things to go wrong when they don't need to go wrong. It's yeah. just, it's unnecessary risks. And again, like it could, could it have gone way worse? Absolutely. But obviously, you know, it's just, it's, it's really grateful that like all of a sudden we've seen already two videos from him in the hospital, just with the big, biggie smile on his face. I can't take it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's wild. I, I tell you what, it's been, Lives the power of positivity. Uh, Biggie, and what's crazy about like Biggie is is kind of knowing who he is and like knowing his character, at least you know, kind of vicariously through you guys. And like I had already heard those stories early on. Shout out to uh, to Tony Luffman who works over at or was working at the NHL. Um, Biggie was his best man at his wedding, so like I knew about like like you just. You just, he's like the Kevin Bacon of wrestling. There's like six <laughs> degrees of separation somewhere, right? Where you're going to hear a Biggie story and about how like Biggie is this amazing personality and he just constantly lives up to it. And, you know, when you see the the, the videos of him smiling in, in the hospital, it's just like, you just know that it's, that's just him. That's just how he's going to handle these things. Um, and it's just, it's amazing news that it's not, um, anything more serious than what it is. And I mean, I just, hopefully we'll get to see him back on his feet soon. Yeah. Um, he has some time to play Elden Ring. She's not playing. He has a bunch of video games that he doesn't play. No, he has like three and it's like UFC, EA UFC, which he plays like every day (laughs) when he has time, he played it all like during that, but he isn't, he plays like NBA 2K and he sucks at it. (laughs) He watched a lot of TV. So it's like, that's that's what we do. I need to ask him for his gamer tech. Yeah. Like, Cause I suck at NBA 2K too, so like we can just play. Damn, he'll, he'll dude, play dude broke his neck and you're trashing his 2K game. <laughs> he knows he's trash. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> he's a, he knows he's trash. I suck at the UFC game. Though. I really suck at the he's UFC. He's not bad. I'm not, I'm not good at the. He the beat UFC me a couple times. We were playing one day and I was like, "All right, this isn't fair." He was like, but "I play this all day." Like you know, yeah, you know, like he really does. He really wakes up. He wakes. He's weird. He'll go to sleep at like 7 p.m. Right, yep. my time. I'm like, you're sleep. He'll wake up at like three in the morning. It's like midnight, and he's texting me. I'm like, "Why are you up? Uh, going to do some squats." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> you're a grown man who does this shit." Like, I I don't know. Early morning workouts, it's crazy, all the time. crazy. Even but, here in Vegas, I'm like, "Yo, why are you up at five a.m. working?" Like, that's what I mean. It's, it's just what he, what he does. I, I know he's gonna be frustrated because he clearly can't work out for a while now. Yeah, the neck injury. But the, the one thing is, like, talking about him being positive when he's when the video came out and he had texted me, and I Kofi called me. I said, Kofi, his positivity is scaring me because I don't think if something was wrong, he would tell anybody. Yeah. And Kofi's like, no, he's all right. He's like, he's like, he's literally, he's telling jokes as we're walking in and out. But he was like, but we got clearance from the doctor that he's good. So it's not like he's faking the funk, but he doesn't want to, he doesn't want anybody to be worried about him. The one thing I did notice, and I was talking to a few other people like Amanda Huber, John uh, Brody's uh, wife, widow. Damn. It's crazy to still say that. Uh, I was, we were talking, I was just like, you realize the craziest thing watching is how many people love Big E. That was so crazy. Like, the Twitter mentions were nuts. I it was like, ESPN everywhere. story. 
I'm looking. People get hurt every day in wrestling. Yeah, and I'm just looking, and I'm like, yo. And I was, and I told him, because, you know, he texted me back, and I was like, you don't have to hit me back, because I know, like, not just your mentions, but your text messages. Like, there are people that, he's one of the most beloved figures in just in pro wrestling. Nobody ever has anything. AEW's tweeting, like, yep. Powerhouse Hobbs and, like, Jim Ross. Like, all these people are tweeting at him. And I'm like, I, he doesn't get it sometimes. I mean, he does. He's just like, you know, I'm glad. I'm, he got a little emotional because he was like, damn, all these people care. And you know what makes me think? And I was like, that's why he should be the champion. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I get it. Like, it's a business. It is what it is. But His damn it. push when he comes back. I mean, we don't know. Better be my... Because you don't can't know. ignore this, though. You can't, but you can if you're Vince, right? No. Like, at this point, you even can't. Like, he got injured that way. Eh. Like, he needs to have, like, the Triple H coming back from... What the hell did he tear before the Royal Rumble? To, to his quad. His quad, yeah. yeah. Like, you got to have that, like, oh, my God, he's back moment. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We, we, we don't know what's going through. When that Wale so. music hits, though, it's, it's over. But it's just the fact that all these people... That he he never has an enemy. Pro wrestling is such a carny business where people are like, they're just awful to each other. And, you know, they, they're just awful people. And we'll talk about CM Punk in a minute because I, I have a lot to say about what people have been saying about CM Punk. But I, we'll get to that later. But he is not, he's very different from Punk where he goes out of way, his way to make people feel welcome and comfortable. And I tell him that all the time. I'm like, yo, you're like, you're a WWE superstar. You're part of the New Day, the, one of the biggest merch sellers in the history of the business. You guys rated the greatest tag team of all time. You're now a former WWE champion. You don't have to do all this. But that's who he is. He can't help it. He's just that guy. And, like, he tells me, he's like, I'm living a blessed life. And, you know, <laughs> the one thing he did say... He was like, well, I can make all the Wednesday calls for Our Heroes Rock now because we have Wednesday calls where we go over <laughs> animation now. Like, we're in the mid... And we, like, we both weren't able to do this last Wednesday call. And he had texted me. He was like, I guess I'll be on all the Wednesday calls for the next few weeks. And I was like... <laughs> Turn his lemons into lemonade, man. There's nobody like him. Nah, man. So, yeah, wish him the speediest of recoveries and just the best of recoveries. Yep. The man needs some time off. He was flying here, there, everywhere, like... This is also time for his body to recover, to be at home, to rest, to um, check out other endeavors, all that good stuff, and then come back rejuvenated. And sometimes, you know, there's the saying for a reason, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I think we'll see that from the WWE universe and from everyone else. And uh, he happens to be one of the best talkers in the business. So I'm sure even before he's cleared for in-ring once that stupid dog collar is off his neck because he looks like a Rottweiler. He looks uncomfortable. He yeah, looks uncomfortable. <laughs> just had his ears clipped. Like, the thing's, like, super high and he can't move. Yeah. Once he's out of that, I'm sure uh, he'll definitely be on the mic or back to appearances, other places, and all that good stuff because he's one of the best in the business at that. So, yeah, um, great to see that he is healthy and rolling in that regards. But we got to talk regular pro wrestling. Now that um, that is to the side, let's take our break, come back, dive right into AEW. That's why we're having the show today. Before this yeah. happened with Ian and everything, our plan was coming here and recap the entire AEW pay-per-view. And it's going to take a second because one thing with that, that shit was a marathon. It felt like forever, but it was a great forever this time. So I'll, I'll let it rock. I can't wait to see what they do coming double or nothing here in Vegas. We're all hyped for that. So you guys don't go anywhere. 
We're talking a ton more pro wrestling when we come back. All right, everybody, we are back. Time to talk pro wrestling, which is different than what we were talking during the break. Why? Uh, Why? Why did you do about. this? Um, no, it's all right, but he, Dre he, made he me He wanted cut to go right off. under the bridge, and then he just took it right over. Yeah, yeah nah, you cut me you off can't cry in the middle the of my baseball rant. Here it is, here it is. You can't cry about the New York Yankees roster. You can't. I can. We're in a drought, Dre. You're not, We're not treating You're in like a self-contained drought. I mean, drought. He, he, yeah, he's, he, they are in a little bit of a drought. You know, just, just, just one one little ring for 20 years, and uh, oh, hold on. I'm going to. It's I'm the gonna, longest I've gone in my lifetime without winning a championship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 2013. It's the. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one. You know. Oh, there is a fourth. You know? The longest Sorry, I've gone in my lifetime without winning a championship. Oh, that's so sad. You know how many teams have never won a championship? Too bad. And they're struggle franchises. Well, I'm a Yankees fan. Guess what? Your franchise is part of that now. No. Under, uh, uh, there's no reason we should a, struggle. A complete underachieving squad. That's where the Yankees are now. I want to be the Dodgers. I want to spend you're money not. frivolously. You're not. You're the Yankees. Y'all got Aaron Judge. You got. Oh, I love Judge. You got Glaber Torres. Who will be better at second base? You guys got Giancarlo Stan. You got Garrett Cole. And you over here crying? DJ LeMayhew. I want more. Crying? You know how I play the show. I can't wait for the show to come out. I know you can. But oh. as of right now, where do the Yankees end I, in the AL this year? Where we always end, Dre? Second. We're so? always second. This, this, second last year, we were third. Mm, that's third sounds pretty delightful to me. I mean, Toronto's well, going to be a problem this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, we're always like a wild card yeah, team yeah, now, which is ridiculous. Uh, the Red Sox aren't going to be the Red Sox. Like, so throw that out. Sorry, Cole. Throw them out of here. But uh, I think Toronto wins it. We'll be second battling with Tampa. Red Sox will miss Wait, everything well, entirely. This, this, this <clears throat> what? Last year was an Boston anomaly. You guys should have been... Back s- y'all y'all should have we, we did, we're getting the band back together. Now we just need <laughs> Benny. Get Benny back. Benny nah. Biceps. Y'all and uh, yeah, we're not getting Moogie Bats back. That's not that. Uh, yeah. But we got Doogie. It's all right. It's all good. Verdugo's great. I love him. So we just need Schwarber back. Everyone overachieved on that team last year, and it was ridiculous. It's I not mean, you know, we a good manager, you know, yes, and yes. just I you know, players, that. players that just get hot at the right time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, uh, just a better baseball city. What can I say? And I got a guy who swings and misses at everything. He hits 180. Hey, you know, if they get rid of that shift, Joey Gallo is going to strike out just as much. Uh, So, you know, Joey, go ahead and hit that ball. I can't hit a 90-mile-an-hour ball, but I don't get paid millions of dollars to do it. So I can criticize you. Yeah, it's it's horrible. That's my role, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) That's uh, what we were talking about during the break. Dre cut me off, so I'm glad I got some mic time for that. But speaking of this, it made me jog my memory, MLB The Show. I can't wait for that. He's already traded for Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Every time. He's already traded. Free Otani. Yes, I want Otani. Free Otani. He just got there. The Angels suck. They're never winning anything. Free Otani. And not to the Dodgers. And not to the Yankees. So relax. He ain't going away. Chill out. Nonetheless. Chill out. When we're talking about MLB the show and how much I'm going to enjoy doing all these fantasy trades, um, I noticed, and I forgot to put this in our group chat yesterday, you got a little bit of the Kel Dansby syndrome when it comes to WWE, WWE 2K22. How so? You started moving people around. You don't all have, of wait, these wait, things stop. You to create stop. AEW. You can stop within the game. Here's how. Here, here's where I stop. You're playing you. the game exclusively as AEW. Here, here's where I stop you. 
I don't have a team in WWE. 2K. Your team is AEW. No, I, I play with Raw, SmackDown, and I put Legends on each roster. So I'm playing the game. I'm not playing to win with a certain team like you do as Yankees. I'm just making sure I can have Randy Savage. I play within the rules. No, you play within some really crappy rules to bolster your team. You mortgage everything up front so you can get this loaded team. I keep some good then, prospects. A but there's no hardship. We argue about this all the time. There's no <laughs> hard, like you have no struggle in winning the World Series as those Yankees. No, I said other goals. Like I want to have a perfect month where I don't lose at all. What fun is um, that? That's like it's the, very fun. I can't play. If y'all play games, I can't play games. I like a challenge. You would hate Elden Ring. You would, <laughs> you would. would hate it. Because there ain't no cheat. You can't go and just get the best sword in the game. You're just going to die a lot. <laughs> and you're going to be mad a I also lot. don't like General games. General Redon not going to kill himself. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. I, I don't like games where I'm not good at them right away. Do it. See, you don't like to work. Not in video games. Hey, like, I'm not. You know what Kim Kardashian said? <laughs> <laughs> They're rubbing against the work. Get your ass up and get to work. Like me. Nobody likes to work. Kim K just looking down on me for my video gaming. (laughs) My video gaming skills, huh? That was aimed at me. It was a sub by Kim K. Oh, shit. You got slandered by Kim Kardashian and said, you don't like to work. Get yeah. up and work, Kale. Yeah, I, I was ch- but uh, aside about WWE uh, 2K22, I'm really enjoying when uh, the wrestlers are pro tweeting out, uh, or the pro wrestlers are tweeting out uh, when like their like GM guy is telling them not to put them in a match. <laughs> so it's like Tyler Breeze, I think, tweeted out like, "Don't put Tyler Breeze in a match." It's just like, "Damn, okay, <laughs> gotcha. All right, no problem." <laughs> See, WWE 2K is actually it's a fun game. I'm glad to hear it's good. It's, it's been a while since there's been a good WWE uh, video game out there on the market. The, my my only real qualm with it is even on Legend difficulty, I still haven't lost a match. No. I haven't played a ton of them. But if I put it on Legend... They can only counter you so much. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. you're it, a weird guy. Like, you want to lose. I want a challenge. Until I play Elden Ring, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. You can do it. This, the old Dre, man I believe game. in you. When you got to win the game it. at 75 years old. Yeah. Every time you die, you get older. Like, you oh, yeah. Seafood? Get- yeah. 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 I still got to go back and finish that. I'm still on the last boss. But you love. I like a challenge. Game. I like to feel uh, like my winning no, is it. earned. You don't like to earn winning. I just like to win. You like being gifted <laughs> victories. No, I'm not gifted victories. I like to win. I like a card. Like when you finish stuff in Elden Ring, you still got to play the game. Oh my gosh, it feels. Uh, I I literally the the Verdon fight, which is like going around the internet, is like it's unbalanced. It's all this, and I beat him. I literally like stomped around my room, like I just hit a like a three in the Boston Garden. Just go, let's go. Like you know, the game like is. that's just what it is. I like that. Like the remember, Boston Garden. I don't You're know just if you remember Boston through and through. Call it's horrible. <laughs> oh, that is that is the Garden. <laughs> Ah. No, 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 we're not talking about that other one. We're not talking about that other one. But, but everyone, this may be Cole's soul. <laughs> on the desk. But see, I like. I mean, hey, games. you guys can throw me over the table again. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. See, I, like when Ninja Gaiden first came out, everybody talked about how oh hard that game was. God. Stupid hard. I finished it in like two days. Look at this guy. Like Seafood, t- everybody talked about how hard that was. I was about to find out. And the only reason I'm finished is I stopped playing because other games came out. I'm going to finish that game. I'm a completionist. I finish games. Elden Ring is the hardest game. Not even the hardest. The most frustrating because when you lose, when you die in that game, you're pissed off because you kind of saw it coming and you couldn't figure out what to do. And now you got to pay for it because you got to go back and do it all over again. 
That's the most frustrating thing about Elden Ring. It's like, I knew that he was going to do that combo because that pattern is coming and you know it. And you're like, I know he's going to hit me with this ranged attack. I know it. Why didn't I block? Well, now I'm dead. And now my souls are next to him. <laughs> I'm going to get these souls Good luck. back. Yeah, and I was like, ah. You got you to burn a run getting them. And then he's like, oh, I hit you. Oh, you're dead. You got to be patient. That's another thing. I have a hard time being patient with certain games. You know I'm not patient in anything. Well, clearly, because you hurt everybody. <laughs> anything. But that's that's you. And hey, we got to talk about pro wrestling. This You getting me off well, of the We're talking about WWE 2K for a second. Do, you like the game, though, right? It's, I like the game. I, I don't got, know how long I'm going to play it. Uh, my 2K tolerance is very... I buy it every... Yeah, I didn't buy 20, because 20 was bugged to hell. I buy it every year. I play it for literally three weeks. And it's right before... It's usually, if it comes out in March, it's right before the show comes out. Okay. Oh, and then it's everything's fine. like I play my, this is how I play sports games. September NBA 2K comes out. I play when the season starts. I never play a game before the season starts. I can't. I need to have the exact roster. Yes, you are the worst. And then the, sh- the show comes out usually a month before the season starts. I'm finishing up my 2K season, which usually doesn't. I never finish that game. Too many goddamn games. I, and then the show comes out, and then I play it. And then I see Madden, and I'm like, "You're not gonna get me this year." <laughs> and I keep playing the show. And then somewhere like a UFC or a WWE game, they got like a three-week window with me. Because then, especially right now, it's way too many video games. It's like, it's just way... I just brought Triangle Strategy on the Switch. Ghostwire Tokyo is coming out in a couple weeks. I'm not buying it. I can't. You're not going to get me this time. <laughs> no, nah, I, I won't get you on that. I had to get you on Elden Ring. You, you did. You got my Elden Ring, but uh, Tiny T- Tina's uh, Borderlands. Oh, sure. I'm getting that. Borderlands is one of my favorite games. Always oh, looks super fun. I, I saw, Brian saw a big is fist a, bump. A fan yeah. of Borderlands. <laughs> Borderlands. Uh, also, Borderlands also shout out to Brian who's handling it uh, in the control room today, and is also we are constantly talking Elden Ring and uh, we're trying to get through this all together. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. So you know we're we're all we're all battling it through uh, through it together, Kel. Yes, yes. I'm surprised you guys had time to watch AEW because it seems oh, like that that game is very time well it's either that or i'm here so you know it's it's one or the other but made time for some aew because cole lives was amazing. the best vegas life ever he is literally at home. i am always at the win what can i say <laughs> yes. he is in studio or at home in his room playing elden ring um yeah you know pools open shortly cole there's like a day club year like we can like chill i'm sorry does that require the sun is the sun out there i don't i don't know the sun, i'm scared of it you know oh, what can i say i gotta go back in and sleep yeah, back we, in the control room no, you that's know. right man we get you some sunscreen no, you'll be no, right no. out there hanging out you, you know, got an xbox out there yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta get a cabana and hook up elden ring yeah, no, yeah. there's too many games like, it's not just elden ring it's horizon forbidden west uh haven't it, even touched that like i said i just got my uh, triangle strategy on the switch uh xbox i'm still i still haven't finished halo Forza, Psychonauts, what else? It's like, it's like a million games right now. Tiny uh, Borderlands comes out at the end of this month. I am getting a Switch this month, though. Yeah. You got my son, the new Pokemon, Arceus or whatever. Yeah, I don't play It's like open world. I got to play it with you. Yeah, it's so like it's, there's that. Let me see. What else am I playing? Uh, WWE 2K. I'm still trying to play NBA 2K, which I'm never going to finish that game. Then the show comes out in just a few weeks. And then I got a backlog of games. You only play one season in NBA 2K? Yeah. That I don't have time. This like other games. Like, you can go deep. You can go years. I know, but I don't, I don't really simulate I also, games either. But this, see, this is off on tangent to start this show. Because I also hate how you play sports games in regards to you try to play it, like, along with the season. Yes. 
And I'm like, yo, that just takes forever. And you're only going to play one season. That's it. So, like, if we're in July, people, like, he'll be in July in his game. And if the White Sox trade someone, he will have to make the exact trade. Oh, no, I stopped. Look, look. <laughs> this is really dumb. We're talking about this yeah, on the rest of the But in, in MLB The Show, if I get to the trade deadline before the trade deadline happens, I stop playing. Because <laughs> I have to make all the trades. I literally sit there and make every single trade or else I can't play it. I get frustrated if I, like last year's version, Otani didn't play as a two-way player and it drove me nuts. Because oh, I yeah. see, he, I, I try to insert him in the lineup and the computer would take him out. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's your best hitter besides Mike Trout. But if you trade for a minor, I call up minor leaguers, I manage every roster. I have to play like the season plays. I have to. And I get pissed off because if the White Sox trade somebody good. Yeah, when you guys were sellers, like, in oh, 2017, you were like. And all, I was just like, all right, I'm looking at my team. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> it's like, I got to keep playing. But I, I still like, play with that team. Yeah. I, I still play with that team. Hey, it's just how I roll. I, I got to keep it consistent, baby. I, 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 it's, it's like the sport. It's sports game OCD. I respect it. I do. I really. That's That takes commitment. But then, no, before. We're on such opposite ends of how to dude, play sports games. Like, but, we're on opposite ends of a lot of this stuff a, and, on this And this is actually a good, like, desk formation because I fall somewhere in the middle. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're do. always on opposite love, ends of I, a lot I, of time. I love wheeling and dealing, but I also like developing prospects yeah. and trying to get good draft picks. I do it in the NHL games all the time, although this this year's NHL game was kind of... I heard it was kind of boot. It was, was kind of whack. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the, the thing about MLB The Show, and I'm done with this, <laughs> I'm so happy they got Ryder and those guys from Operation Sports to actually do the rosters because that was, like... That was like we Christmas waited. for me. Yep. Yeah. I would wait and then write a tweet. Roster's out. Ah! Um, that train putting up. Like, everything would be right. Now they actually handle it, and it's so much better. As you guys can see, I obsess over I obsess over baseball. No other sport do I do. I do this with NBA, but it, the NBA is kind of what the NBA is, right? Yeah. You trade a player, he averages 20 a game. He's going to go somewhere else. He's probably still going to average 20 a game. Baseball is completely different. Baseball, anybody can blow up at any given time. Hot and cold streets, 162 games. I do love, like, the Ryder rosters because uh, I love, like, having my actual A players. Yes. Yes. You, you get an injury, a, you call a, them a, up. Double. Oh, feels good. Yeah, it really does. That changed the way I played. Like, and, before, and that's knowing I, you, I was like, what? And then you're like, no, you got to wait. See so I would buy the game and then wait until May because I couldn't even start anything. Like, no, I need the exact rosters yeah. for years. Yes, it's the best. It's the yeah. best. Anyway. So, all right, anyway, we're here to talk wrestling. <laughs> we're here to talk AEW. Let's start with um, the opener on AEW Rev- Revolution was the buy-in. So first match, it says, let me see, Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander. Nine minutes. I, it was a 10 minutes, but it's on a buy-in. So, like, that's cool. I didn't know who Layla Hirsch was before this match. Really? Yeah, but I, people seem to really think she has, like, a promising future there. And Statlander, like, never did anything for me. Like, I'm not a big Chris Statlander fan. Like, I think Statlander was good. Even when she, she was with, like, the best friends and all this stuff, I was just kind of like, whatever. She came back from knee surgery. Yeah. She got a pop, and then I was like, The match cool. with Britt Baker was really good. It was and one of Britt's better matches. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I, I don't understand, and it's still, like, very sports entertaining of me. It's like, I don't need a huge gimmick, but don't have a dumb gimmick where I can't, like, even get into it. Like, I, she, I never heard her cut a promo, but what are you going to talk about when you are an alien? I mean, she said that on Earth. Layla Hirsch, you know, shouldn't have been adopted. Like, you didn't see that promo? Yeah, no. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is a lot. Here's so she's a, a heel alien now? No, she's still a baby face. 
Because Layla Hurst turned on her in Red Velvet. Yeah, she's having fun. I, I don't watch AEW Dark and the other. I don't shows. watch AEW Dark either. It's on TV. Nah, I didn't. You see probably that. had it on mute, right? Because you watch everything on mute. No, not anymore. I only have a two TV set up currently until I get into the new crib where I'm going back to five. I'm skipping over three. I'm have five TV set up <laughs> in the living room um, with the 82 inch TV, courtesy of the co-host. But not yeah. Uh, I've actually measured out everything. So I need 42-inch TVs to have a five TV set up when I move in May, where the countdown begins. I'm only seven weeks away from having that. All right. So Layla Hurst is built like a little tank. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she looks, she looks. Tank. She's like, she she's a little bro, thick, yeah. a little tank. Doesn't match is fine. It's weird because she ends up losing on Dynamite a few days later. Uh, but it's good to elevate somebody else because the women's division always needs talent. They need it. In yep. depth. Match was um, fine. It wasn't great. It was what it was. It's cool. I, I thought I like, I always like pre-shows, right? Like I, I never take, if it's not a huge feud, especially in WWE, it's like, yo, I, I'm praying that it's on a pre-show. Yeah. Cause you'll get 10, 12, 13 minutes. And I'm like, cool. I want to see them work. If it's a feud that I like that maybe no one else does. That's why I used to love the 205 live matches like, uh, they made them wrestle on big pay-per-views. Yeah. But I was always like, pre-show, pre-show, pre-show. <laughs> like, please. And then we got bangers, like Mustafa Ali, like, just going yeah. crazy on the pre-show because I was like, yes, him and Cedric Alexander are going to get 15 minutes instead of six because Vince doesn't care. So, um, no, this was the case. Like, cool. Now I know who Layla Hirsch is. I'll follow the character. Uh, and then we had QT Marshall. Which you know I hate QT Marshall. I love him in this role, though. So QT Marshall came out, and I was like, God damn it, I gotta watch QT Marshall on this buy-in. But you know what happens next. Send hook. Send hook. And I was like, all right, I'll sit back down. <laughs> I was like, cool. It's uh, one of the best things in AEW with one of the worst things in AEW. And they continue to find a way to make me watch QT Marshall. Yeah. <sighs> that damn Tony, man. He gets me every time. Because he knows somewhere, he knows I hate QT Marshall. Yeah, I hate <laughs> him too. We all hate QT Marshall. But he sticks him with hook. But like, but here's the thing. Got me. People were there was a, a few remember about a month and a half ago, people were like really upset about Hook. Yeah. They're pushing him too hard. People complain about everything. It's like relax. He's on the buy-in. Those are the WWE like yeah. diehards. Oh, I don't like Hook. And I'm like, we'll like and I want to say they 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 cool they they cooled his momentum a little bit going into this yeah. too. Like they I think I think probably a little bit of like the send hook stuff going viral is something they didn't really expect and know what to do with yet. And I think like before they sped up too much, someone had the the idea to go like, wait, hold on a second. Let's slow down here. Like we're AEW. We're good at this like slow, long-term story building. We're still kind of waiting for the feud for Hook. Let's give him a little bit of time. Give him a buy-in match. Did they Make sure you know he's there, you know. Like did they slow him down or did they make him an attraction? No, no, no. Because there's a down. difference. He's not an attraction. I think they slowed him down because he was working every week. And then at a certain point, you go, all right, well, you can't just nerf the entire roster. He's beating everybody up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to say, all right, so there'll be a week where we don't see Hook. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, a week where he'll just come out. Like the QT Marshall was like three weeks built where he just came out and beat him up. And now he just beats him up in the match <laughs> on a buy-in. You just go, <laughs> okay. All right, fine. Yeah. Right? Good job, QT. Yeah. yeah. We're really just here for the Hook entrance, the Hook. You know, slam know. mannerism. Man, all, all everything the, about everything. Everything about Hook. I, I don't understand when people see Hook and they go, oh, he's Hook. Well, first of all, he's like 6'2. Yeah. He's, he's tall. Not small. Right? He's skinny, but he's thin, but he 
You don't even got his grown man body yet. No, and this, but you see Taz, his, his offense. Like, yo, when his grown man body. Oh hits, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's over. I mean, he probably Jones. won't be. You know, like Taz is more like a California racing shape. No, but he'll be Seth Rollins. Oh, he'll be big. Big, like yeah. you know, like solid. Maybe even a little bigger than Rollins. But like when everyone's grown man, like um, Jay White's the same way. Mm. Like Jay yeah. White was like that. Not even as defined. That fool was shredded. And then next thing you know, you look up three years later, like, it's like, why is this guy leading a bullet club? Why is he doing it? And then three years later, like, oh. I get it. Yep. He looks like a grown man. Yeah. Like, but- he looks like a main event star. Like, Hook's going to do the same. I don't know how he gets his hair like that. Still an amazing yeah, mystery. And it stays like that. That's, that's just swag. Yeah, you can't, you, there's a lot of things about Hook you can't There's teach. no product that you could buy to replicate that. Like, Hair never messes up in a match. I don't. I don't. I, as someone with long hair, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, we're not hair aficionados on this show. No. So. Hold on, let me step yeah. in as the expert. I don't get it. There we go. That's my official. When was the last time you didn't have like long, long hair? Uh, probably like a, this has been going on for now like a year and a half. So, and then I had short hair for quite a long time. Um, and then I haven't had it this long since like high school. So, oh. yeah, this is this is this is kind of like new. Like, oh, still, it'd be it feels very new. weird for me to see you with short hair. It would. I mean, ever since I moved out to Vegas, it's been it's been very long. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm just gonna keep going. But no, I can't do hooks hair. Can't do that. No. no. But also, I don't think I, I'm 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 30. I can't pull that off. <laughs> I can't do that. It's a young man's haircut. I can't do that. No, no hook is incredible. Um, and that's you know, the buy-in before. Sometimes they snuck like crazy matches on these buy-ins. Like, I, I really, and they still do. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. But um, I like when they just put, like, the match to just be like, okay, let's highlight someone who's not on the card. That's just really dope. And they did that with Orange Cassidy a few times when they were building him before um, Darby Allen. The first two shows yep. were built like that, and then he's always been, like, a main guy. But I, I like that. It's like, oh, people like this guy. We'll just mix them in, give them a match on the buy-in. That's what they should be for, WWE fans. Um, yeah, but no, we keep people like Sami Zayn off of like three pay-per-views in a row. Like, I think you have time so we don't have to see the same match from SmackDown three weeks in a row, the same damn tag match on a pre-show. We'll, we'll get to WWE. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm more, I more hate the WWE diehard fans now. And I, I still... I'm okay with a WWE product. I know it's shitty, but I'll still watch. Yeah, I watch too. But I hate the fans. Like, they are escalating. AW fans were, like, the bane of my existence for a second. I feel like they've calmed down. WWE, like, super diehards who refuse to say anything bad about the company are now approaching Beyonce Beehive level with me. It's pretty bad. I, I won't lie. There, there are people that will watch AEW just to shit on it. And it's kind of weird to thing. me. I'm like, why are you watching AEW then? Yeah, like... I watch everything. Yeah. Right. That's, and I always say I watch it. Like when something good happens on WWE, I'll, I'll say it. Like when we get to it, we'll be more in depth about it. The triple threat tag match oh, on yeah. Raw this week was fantastic. I will say it's great, but more often than not, they try to sports entertain me and they do a bad job of it. Yep. Meanwhile, I, I'm very upfront. I like pro wrestling. I like wrestling. Yep. I like strong style stuff. AW kind of fits my needs. So, of course, I'm going to like it. But then I see people like, I don't, this is bad. I'm like, what are you talking about? Go be sports entertained somewhere. Here's what I really don't like. That's what they want. They want more sports entertainment, here's which I, I would appreciate too, but I think they do that very well in spot. But here's, here's what I don't like. You like Adam Cole in NXT. Is he really that different in AEW? He's the exact same guy. 
You say, oh, he's working Orange Cassidy. So? Orange Cassidy's good. Like, Adam Cole's in NXT having great matches. Adam Cole just wrestled for the AEW World Championship. What are you talking about? You guys want him hot-shotted to the top of the card immediately? That's what y'all want? Relax. He lost. And people are like, oh, now he's in, you know, he's in the gutter. He's in the ghetto now. Because No, he's not. He still has this whole Young Bucks. He's got so many he different from avenues he can go. Yo, I need people to stop he saying he ran from the grind. <laughs> if, you, if you are watching WWE in 2022, when you are watching people get called up that look like Adam Cole, and what they're doing to them, you know exactly what's going to happen. Right. To and he saw it coming. It was like, nah, my friends work here. The check's bigger. Why wouldn't I go to AEW? And I don't understand why people can't be fans of talent and just fans of a company. I don't get that. I'm a fan of talent. It's like, is the company paying you? Here, here's my comparison. And that we can is move a on. great question. No, you're I'm just watching them. Yeah, like, that's it. You, you have no allegiance. Blind loyalty. So yeah. here, here's my thing. We can go through the rest of this. I like movies, right? I love movies. But I have an affinity for, like, coming-of-age stories, dramas, things like that. Where other people have an affinity for, like, the Transformers over-the-top action. You take an all-star cast, right? Let's just say you have... I, some people like Mark Wahlberg, right? <coughs> I like Boogie Nights Mark Wahlberg. I like painting Game Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. When I see Mark Wahlberg in Transformers, I'm like, nah. The WWE has all this talent to miscast them in roles, in my opinion... Cause that's not my type of movie. Yeah. If I see Denzel Washington in a, in an extra <laughs> role, which I feel like that's what WWE does. It takes some of the best talent and put them in a very meandering role. I'm going to say, what are you doing? Yep. But you say somebody like Brian Danielson, who's an ex, if he was an actor, he'd be an excellent actor who could do anything, but I don't want to see him in GI Joe. Yeah. Right. I want I want to see him. In something else. And I want to see him in that role. I think the WWE has a problem where they're creating these action movies and they're taking talent who can wrestle and making them action people. But you can do that if you do it well. So you named a bunch of like kind of like borderline shitty uh, action movies. But, but wait, 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 wait. Here's why, though. Here's why. The reason why I named those movies is because they kill it at the box office. Regardless, yes, WWE still kills it. Regardless, regardless, that's but why I you can be Marvel. You can be the MCU. You can take really good actors and put them into big action movies and do very well and make it make sense. You can, yeah, if you want. They don't, want and to. they don't try to. They are okay being Transformers and not Endgame, and that is the biggest problem. I'm okay with that brand. Yeah. If and even if you bring in wrestlers to go along with the blockbuster guys, there's way to do it well. And wrestlers can be okay in smaller, limited roles. Like AJ Styles doesn't have to be New Japan AJ Styles. No. I've seen him be a great actor. Yes. Cool. He can fit in your action movie if you have him like different or like comedies are the same way. Blockbuster comedies. Like, cool. You can have a small spot and, and then still shine if you do it well. Perfect example. They don't do it well. AJ Styles is Don Cheadle. Yeah. Don Cheadle's a phenomenal actor. Phenomenal actor. John, Don Cheadle ends up in a Marvel movie. He's like, this phenomenal actor's in here, and he's yep. War Machine, but he kills it yep. as Rhodey, right? Like, he kills it. And his scenes crushes it. Right, but time. it's like, that's the perfect way. That's like AJ Styles. He doesn't have to be this phenomenal actor anymore. He no. just needs to be really good in that yep. role. Yep, but they don't even give him... <laughs> no. Yeah, though they give him almost. They cast the wrong person. They cast that's almost it. in his War yeah. Machine. It's and like, then, what are you doing? And then now, <laughs> you give him edge, you're like, that's it. 
It's all you need. But at the same time, it's like there's this very few people who can do like, who can go both ways like yes. that, right? It's like there's the AJ Styles. I think Kevin Owens' approach yeah. is like, if he's not there already, like approaching oh, that territory. Yeah. And it's like, and you give him the little spots and then you can have him go drop a promo on Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you're just like, sure, I'm here for this. Go ahead. Like, yep. was I expecting it? No, but let's go for it. But it's like, yeah, I think the analogy of like giant action movies is like, this is like the WWE going for the Transformers, the Marvel movies, and then you got AEW pulling the A24 bullshit over here yep. and yeah. making, you know, making kind of the, like the, the, the indie movies, but with a bigger budget. Yep. The yeah. ladybirds, the moonlights, yeah. like yeah. that's, that's them. And they do that very well. Very well. But, and people have to expect. It's a different flavor. Your, your expectation should not be that you're going to get a crazy no. car chase and million dollar like CGI. Exactly. Like what are you going in with? But you can still be very entertained going yes. into this. So they have these pockets of like, if you like sports entertainment, like I, I like good sports entertainment. I also like good pro wrestling. If you like good sports entertainment, you can't watch the MGF, MJF punk feud and not be sports entertained. Well, yeah. That's it's almost impossible. Then you're just lying. Um, you there's there's people on that Daniel Bryan and Mox, which will get you. Like there's Brian so Anderson. many. Or Brian Danielson. <laughs> it's easy um, to mix up. No one told him to just flip the names around when he got to WWE. <laughs> um, so Brian Danielson, lucky they didn't call his ass Butch. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson and Mox, and it's just like one of those things where it's like you can be very sports entertained. But then there's also just like straight hardcore wrestling matches, kind of like we had the last buy-in, House of Black versus what's left of Death Triangle and Eric Redbeard um, together. And it's just like, this, that, that's not a sports entertainment feud, even though they both have decent characters. And like yes. House of Black is, for any purposes, if you want him to be sports entertained, yes, you can do that. Aleister Black worked phenomenally in this role yes. or a similar role in NXT. And in the main roster, at certain points, they just fucked it up and they don't outbook people. So this is the feud where it's like, they can do both. And in the ring, it's delivered. Well, that was a good match. It was. And I don't even like Eric Redbeard. But it's like, but now you put him in this role and you go, oh, this works. Everyone, everyone bought in in that match. When he was involved, they made him feel bigger yeah. than I've seen him in his entire career. I mean, that... that Every part of that match, I was like, this is very well put together. Like, Pack doing Pack things, Black doing Black things, Brody King looked phenomenal. Then Murph, buddy, like, good Lord. Yeah. First of all, this dude is jacked. Holy crap. 205. <laughs> buddy Man. Matthews. That's still one of my favorite storylines in 205 history is him trying to cut down every week <laughs> to make the thing. And then he'd step on a scale and be like, 211.8 and he's just like losing his mind because he can't have his match that night and he's like tearing shit up 205 uh, oh he was so happy when he hit 204.9 and he could finally have a match and then they never weighed him again and then the motherfucker was like 225 every week just crushing it dude um he, he, he's just he was tremendous he's such a good wrestler yes he, he really like I, that faction it's really good. It's a really good faction. AEW has a million factions. Though. Like, I, let's get this straight. But it doesn't bother me yet. Yeah. Like, I've watched enough of you, New Japan, and it's like, whatever. Yeah. The whole show was we, tear, we tear some down and create new ones, but we'll get yeah. to that later. Yeah. But um, I feel I feel like, you know, the casual fans watching, it's like, you got to like that match. It's a great match. And Dre, we say it all the time. These trios titles. Where are the trios titles? Agreed. 
to this match, especially with all these damn factions, get a trios yeah. title. Like, yo, you can have, you can like, there's so much you can do with six man tag matches. So many. And once Death Triangle's back in full force, like that's a nightmare team. Like all of that, give it to me. Quit Orange playing. Cassidy, best friends. That's what I'm saying. It's unstoppable. Oh. Yeah. When, when Cole makes his decision, which seems like he'll go with Red Dragon, and it's like... Another trio. Yeah. Omega comes back with the Bucks. Trio. Can you imagine these matches? Put them in a cage. Yeah. I want to see that so um, bad. Yeah, man. I'm we not st- Vegas. Still have not Team bad. Taz. See, everybody's trio. loaded. Trio. <laughs> like, everybody is loaded. Yeah. Every Everybody is loaded. They need a trio side. No, hands down. I, I definitely agree. Since this segment went long with video games and the opening buy-in, let's take one more break. When we come back, we'll cover the entire main card and, and get you guys out of here. But we gotta talk. We gotta show a little WWE. A little bit. We'll mix it in. We're mixing it all in right, now. All right, cool. Mostly do, with our complaints. I, I derailed it with video games. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. Be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. All right, as promised, we are back wrapping up our recap of AEW Revolution, which, I mean, we haven't even gotten to main card yet. So let's. It was uh, a long night. Oh, long. First match, Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. Another aspect of being sports entertained. This is a good match. It was better than I thought. And and the right man won. Yes, Eddie Kingston needs it. Jericho does not. Every time I see Jericho now, I'm just like, I don't even know how you transform your body like that. You like, amazing. Wild. DDP yoga. That's it all I'm going to say. Be, right? That's all I'm going to say. But yeah. I, what have you got to like, start to DDP? Like, those are the two exact right people to stick together in a ring. Yeah. And just like, as soon as the match was made, like, it didn't even need really that much buildup. It was just like, yeah, that, that is the match that should be, this is the fight that they should be having. Yep. And it, the promos early, like, again, to do something on, like, you know, th- that kind of, like, not necessarily short notice, but just, like, a smaller buildup. I mean, and Eddie Kingston is so good at that. He did it with yeah. Punk, and now he's in with Jericho, where it's just, like, he needs two weeks. That's it. And there's a storyline, and a really captivating one, and a really good one. So happy for that guy. A really, I mean, amazing. Only thing bad about amazing. Eddie Kingston is his ring gear. Outside of that, <laughs> like, he doesn't have a wrestler body. Man. Yeah, he's like, like he's a nice little it's, belly. It's all right. So um, outside of that, though, man, the, the guy is amazing. He does everything right. And like Cole said, he builds a story. To be fair, you can build a story in a night if you let him. Just give him a mic. My my favorite thing with Eddie King, there's videos. Um, I think it was probably part of like the the being the elite stuff where he's just dropping prom- promos on inanimate objects. So there's like <laughs> yeah. him dropping a promo on a cookie. I'll have to send you guys the video. It's <coughs> phenomenal. It's like, and he, and he does wow. it really good. He's just like, it's like, this cookie is so good, but I just can't have you. And it's just like, he's, he's, he's magical with a microphone. He's <laughs> magical. He is special. So there's two things. One, Melson gave it four and three quarter stars. Yeah. I didn't give it four and three quarter stars. I think, it, foreshadowing for the rest of it, I didn't think there was a classic match on this, this card. I thought it was a really, 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 really good card. But my bar is high. Yeah. Five-star matches was Bucks, Lucha, Lucha Bros in the cage. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a classic. This had... That got like eight stars by him, though. Yeah. So like, 
But I'm saying, like, you got it. You get gets a little egregious. Yeah. But yeah. I thought this was really good. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying it was a bad match. It was a good match. Four and three quarters. I don't agree with Melsa. I thought Melsa rated a lot of stuff on this card really, really, really high. Good. But I thought this was really good. Second thing, looks like we're free in LAX. The following night, Jericho comes and they joins with 2.0. Yep. Danny Garcia, who's great, by the way, but yep. I think he's in a, he needed somebody like Jericho around him to elevate him because Sammy got that rub. Danny's about to mm-hmm. get it. But now LAX is with Kingston, where they should have been in the first place. All the time. I loved it. But now we got to push them. Oh, I think they're going to get pushed. They're in the right place. Now we got to push them. Another trio. That, that could be a trio. Oh, my God. The violence with LAX and Eddie Kingston. Oh. Three belts, take, three take belts, back three belts, three belts. Shout Dang. out to Justin Ivey. Taking it back to Impact. Um, and then, no, yeah, I, I thought that match was good. Probably not 4.75. It was like a, I don't even know if it was four. It was just great storytelling. I mean, I gave it an A minus, right? When yeah, I did like, my report card. It was great storytelling. Yeah. It made me care. Yep. During a match. And, and again, he, he made him tap. Yeah, and I, I zone out a lot during Dynamite and everything else. Like, I, I have the fast-forward button to get through a lot of it. So I didn't, like, really buy into, like, all the buildup and everything. The match made me care. That's so true. that's without— Tell you what, though. A- a- Eddie Kingston picks up a mic. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, you got to hit that. That's, that's when you play. watch <laughs> TV. Um, and then Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Those Jurassic Express was winning this match. You did but you see why, though, right? Yeah. If furthers a different storyline, neither of those teams need the title yet. I just don't need the title on Jurassic Express I'm anymore. fine. I'm fine with it. They're not going to hold it for a long time. It's been a while. It hasn't been that long. But Vegas got to be it. This match was structured in a way that Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus looked incredible in this match individually. Yeah. There was that, um, what was that spot? Where Jungle Boy, it was a Rana, his German suplex. It was something wild. Yeah. No, like Jungle Boy showed out, and Luchasaurus showed out, and you knew Red Dragon, and you knew what, what Young Bucks were gonna do. So, I thought this match was very well handled. Yeah. It, it, it ended the right way. I think Lucha, uh, Jungle Boy, and uh, Luchasaurus. I mean, they may lose a double or nothing, but they didn't need to lose to either of these teams because they got a different story to tell that doesn't require belts. Yeah. And, and if anything, like. again, like you said, like we know what the young bucks could do. We know a red dragon can do. If anything, use them to help elevate Jurassic express as a team and, and kind of help build them. Cause ultimately, like you said, red dragon and young bucks, they they have a whole other story that does not require belts. So if anything, give, give Jurassic express love and just keep coming out to Tarzan boy. Cause that is great. That is awesome. (laughs) Such a Um, good intro. I thought it was same thing. I thought it was a good match. A little long, but only because the grand scheme of the card. Yeah, when I was fair. watching, it didn't make me feel like it was like super long. Yeah. But when I look back, I was like, yo, this card is going forever. So I may not have needed 19 minutes for them to get all those spots in, but I, I really liked the match as well. Next match, Wardlow. Um, oh, it's Face of Revolution ladder match. So Wardlow, Christian, uh, Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. Wardlow, Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs. Staring each other down. You know what that means. In honor of Biggie, big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But you know what the star of this match was? Orange Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> Orange is great. Look, the, he's, the, incredible. Ricky Starks. he's incredible. He's incredible. The spot where he has the, the ladder and they lift up the ladder and he start, he was like, <laughs> he, he thinks about it and he's like, I'm going to pull myself up and get the brass <laughs> ring. 
That was great. Keith Lee almost killed him. Yeah, that ring, that brass ring is ridiculous. It is really, but now it's such a joke that you might as well leave yeah, it there. At this like, point, you got to buy into it. Yeah, it's, it was like it was probably a Cody creation, and they're just like, ah, just run with it. <laughs> Anytime but, they raise that thing, they should just play the Green Hill Zone music from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> do do do, just every time. They, they should, but I thought the match it wasn't like amazing, classic. Yeah, but it did what it was supposed to do. Warlow has now has that rub. The promo he cuts on Dynamite, I was like. All right, yeah, WWE's probably going to come after him. Yeah, no, great promo. He went from a, a WCW power plant guy to a legitimate star. Yeah. That guy's a star. He has, um, not sure star yet. I think he's better than what we anticipated. Yeah, sure. And I now, and I really can't wait to see this MJF yeah. blowout, which we'll get to. But um, Just someone unfold Ricky Starks. I think he's still. I think Jesus. he's still in half. Oh my god! Uh, and he stayed in that formation for quite a while. Uh, yeah, so did. someone just kind of just just you know make sure Ricky's okay. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Orange Cassidy just kicking the big dudes with the little kicks. <laughs> That's why I was like, how can you not like this guy? He brings That's levity great. to a match that kind of needs it. Yeah, he's got all these muscle guys. You got Christian kind of being in the jail, like making sure people are in the right spots. And you got Ricky Stars being Ricky Stars, but you got Cassidy just doing just being a goof. But he but he can wrestle, and so he's good. like. He figures things out as they're going along. His facial expressions were great. I don't know how people don't like this guy. I love Orange Cassidy. Incredible. Everyone loves Orange Cassidy. Um, next up, oh, I guess this is a good time to also fit in that last year's winner of Face the Revolution ladder match ends up being TNT champion. And we have Scorpio Sky, the first male black champion in AEW. Um, I mean, I guess we've been asking for this. So, yeah, congrats. Like, it's cool. weird that people were upset about it when it happened. I'm not upset. I, I I can't say that it like really cared because it came out of the blue. Yeah. He should have won it last year because his work and then like, oh, I have all these wins on AEW Dark and Cody and blah, blah, blah. And he cut the promo where he sits the chair in the middle of the ring and then he grabs the stupid Sonic ring and everyone's hype and then he just loses to Cody. And he had a lot of sits in a singles match. Yeah, but like it was just underrated sin and just went by the way. But like he was red hot on that. Um, so this time it was like, okay, I guess like the record shows yeah. that he was deserving, but it just didn't feel the same. And a lot of those matches were not on TV. Like I really had to watch AEW Dark yeah. to really get the momentum building and everything. I just don't got that time. I, Sorry. I, I think there's a lot of people like, oh, he's losing the Warlord next week. No, he's not. No. no he's Agreed. Not. Sure. MJF is definitely yes, something to Yeah. Yes. I think what they are positioning this to be is now that Paige Van Zandt has signed, now Dan Lambert has something to do. He was stuck with the, like, the whole nightmare factory with Brandy. And I don't know, he's like, thank God they, they are gone because now we can kind of build out. If Scorpio Sky, if they can keep this momentum going with them, they might have something with them. They, I mean, they should. Just, you just got to get over the Cody and, burial. Yeah, but then, you know, I also love the fact where he was like, I don't need these two titles. I'll put one in ATT. Yeah. So now it's like, now we got one TNT champion. I'm still not, like, huge on, like, ATT, Lambert there. I think Lambert's great. I think they completely have misused him. Yeah, like, I just, I don't know if it's necessary. It, it Their introduction felt so disjointed yes. for so long that now they're trying to plug the puzzle piece in yeah. somewhere. And then to me, Paige Van Zandt's just going to be, like, Ronda Rousey or Jace. Like, I don't think she's good. I, I don't know. I think Paige might have something. As long as they don't do her in a Ronda Rousey fashion where they elevate her to the top of the card, 
I mean, because realistically, you should. No woman on that roster could beat her realistically. So they're going to have to, especially it's not the deepest of women's rosters. They're going to have to shoot her to the top of something. You got so. two belts. I think you have Red Velvet. You have, you. The, I think you have a lot of talent that Paige can actually fuse she with. You may have to go over on Jade Card. No. And then Jade mm, goes to a higher belt. No, or, no, 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 no. You're going, you've gone too far. Eventually. You've gone too far. That's who she's going to have to beat. But I think Paige is, the fact that she is so green and so new to this business, you can slow play this for a while. Maybe. And as long as, and she can interfere in matches. She, like, ATT should actually build a stable now. Lambert, whatever stables, I don't know what they're doing with Eli, but they got to they gotta figure something out. And now that they're free of the Cody stench a bit, they could have something here. I, we'll see as the weeks come, because they're going to need to add some more people if they want to be an actual stable that people care about. Yeah. yeah. I'm, hopefully, it feels less disjointed and I care about the Lambert stable. We'll see how that goes building forward. Next match, speak of Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill defeats Tay Conti in this match. And uh, who's short? Should have been. Should have been. Yo. My least favorite match of the night. That ring attire, though. Coming out as Jade, Jade from Mortal Kombat dude. was, I, I just popped immediately. I was like, yeah. wait, I don't know why I didn't make this connection <laughs> in my head at all. And it was so well done. And yeah, it was, I mean, I think it all, these Jade matches are still going to be quick and yeah. for all intents and purposes stomps and i mean Pump you know kicks. now now and she's doing this over someone who was just you know fighting Britt baker only a few months ago so it just keeps rising her profile yep. even more but yeah no the uh the 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 jade mortal combat outfit was uh pre entrance was the best part oh yeah. it was so good and the, and, the, and they had the live guitar yeah great she is again i keep saying this, how unique she is yeah. The thing that hooked me wasn't even the match itself. It was a promo when she walked in on Tay and was like, bitch, don't nobody give a shit about that karate. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> because the way she delivered the line, I was like, all right. They they have more than what they asked for with Jade. Yes, she's going to be rough around the edges in the ring, but you can work these kinks out because this woman... I mean, I don't need to see her wrestle more than six minutes. I've just never fair. seen... We've never seen anything like this in terms of... Her overall look and the personality that comes with it, like, it's, she's shredded for one. She's the closest thing I've seen since China won. Yeah, but China couldn't came, even wrestle. Oh, again, I don't and need kinda, to. I China mean, couldn't cut a promo. Okay, but, like, uh, China, China couldn't put a, she couldn't. China was such a different oh, she, feel. Yeah, like, yeah. I had never yeah, seen sure. anything like yeah, that. Yeah, facts, yeah, and yeah. it was polarizing. This is the closest thing I've seen since that in terms of women, where it's just like, Jade can cut a promo, but I didn't. I was sold before I ever heard her speak. She doesn't need to do. She doesn't need to wrestle. She doesn't need no. to get on a microphone. You just take one look at Jade Cargill, and you are immediately like, "Okay, That's she's money. the female hundred percent. She's the female Bill Goldberg to me." Where there's, she walks what? in the ring in the room. I don't care what move she does. If you could teach this woman three moves, yeah, I'm sold. Because that's all she needs. She is that polarizing, and the star power is that good. Six minutes might be too long for me. Give her four. Let her roll over. I I'm perfectly fine with her being Bill Goldberg if you want her to be. I mean, the, she's gonna have to, she's gonna have to work at some point. Like she's gonna have to figure this out. She's gonna have to work from underneath. Yeah. You know, it's like she's gonna have to get better. Just avoid cattle prods. But it'll be fine. Yeah. But as long as you have <laughs> Brian Danielson coaching her, 
She'll be all right. Yeah, she'll she'll get better. She's not gonna get worse. No. But geez, that, that woman's look, my God. Looks amazing. Got like it. sold on the sold on the gimmick for those who want to be sports entertained. Yeah. True. Yes. Here's Jade Clark. Yes. Um CM Punk versus MJF dog collar match. All right. Before we keep a million praises on this match, the runtime is 27 minutes. Mm-hmm. AW don't give a fuck about no clock. There's no clock anywhere in this pay-per-view. Mm-mm. They're just like, we finish when we finish. I am very happy that they did it with this match. CM Punk's entrance. Oh, my God. I I say this all the time. Like, I got into ROH after having a conversation where I said I did not like Sami Zayn. Yeah. Like, one of the first times um, we met in the UFC, like, little cafeteria area um, pre-fight. And you, Ryan McKinnell, maybe Mark Raymundi was talking wrestling. And I said that and people, everyone like stopped. I was like, oh my God. And they're like, you have to watch ROH. No, you got to. Cool. So I went back and watched like a bunch of ROH. But I didn't watch like the punk years. Mm. I didn't go that far back. So I've seen a few Daniel Bryan matches from back then. Brian Danielson, stop. (laughs) Brian Danielson matches from back then. Um, so I, I've seen a good amount of those. So him, Tyler Black. Um, I, I've seen him, Chris Hero. I've seen, uh, I think him and Cesaro, him, Tyler Black, and there was someone else who had a triple threat match that was incredible. My, so, so you basically missed the era of like Austin Aries. Yeah, uh, I have no clue about Austin Aries Nigel outside. McGinnis. Nope, yeah. outside of Impact and those matches, no clue. Yeah. That's, so that's I missed I that. I, I saw Punk and Joe. All three. Phenomenal. I saw Punk versus... Raven? You see the Raven no, feud? No, didn't see a Raven oh. feud. Didn't see that at all. Still haven't. I got to go back and yeah, watch that this week. Watch so I've seen Punk versus someone else, so I forgot his feud was, but it was, it was very good. Might have been Nigel McGuinness. Um, blonde? Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was like very bleach blonde. That, that was Punk. Nigel. Nigel had beast yeah. blonde here. So him and Punk, I've seen two of their matches. And then that's it. That's all I've seen in Punk ROH. So when he came out in the gear, I was like, yeah, there's some. The music yeah. popped me before anything. AFI. So I got the music. And then I was like, oh, there's something about this gear. Like, oh, those are shorts. I was like, all right, cool. But I didn't know the exact, like, moment. In it, so it was cool seeing everyone on Twitter, like, yeah. post everything. Because I was like, oh, thank you. This is for people like me. Like, I need these clips. I need to see the exact ring gear. I love that he did the exact opening, standing on a rope. Yeah. like. For someone even with a limited knowledge of punk in ROH, that was good. I it popped me. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Nicole, I'm gonna let you talk because I really I'm gonna focus on what Punk said after this match. But I want you guys to talk. I about think. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think you you talked to the length of the match. Like, if for this to be what should be the cap on on the feud, I would yeah. greatly assume. Um, just. A pure storytelling match. It not it like had nothing to do. This is not a match you come for for big spots, crazy athletic. Just pure like you know we've built up this story so much and for so long that these guys just hate each other and you're gonna watch them brutalize each other. I, I, I kind of like even think to a smaller extent like this is how like the pay, the Adam Page and uh, Ryan Danielson feud kind of ended with a match that wasn't like the, that first time limit draw 
very technical, a right. lot of incredible spots that match. Second one was not the spot fest as the first one was. It was just brutal. It was yep. just, it was a bloody mess. And that's what this match needed to be. And it was. And I mean, yeah, as, as, as like a dog collar match, you have to have that kind of slow pace. So, you know, it has to have time to build and then end. And I think ending perfectly with the ward low spot, of him finally, like we all knew the turn was uh, like coming. Yeah. It, 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 there was no big secret here. I mean, if you want to like criticize anything, I guess you could say something like, you know, well, like wish we would have seen this, like not like not coming, you know, but like Wardlow betraying MJF had the writing written all over it, helping Punk get over. Um, I think to transition to what Punk's doing after that, you know, we see Punk, you know, in the background after he's celebrating. Yeah, we're seeing this. I have a feeling that's what we're going to see in Vegas is him fight for the title. Punk and Page. That'll be big. So what I want to focus on is afterward. So what we haven't talked about is Tony Khan's now bought ROH, mm-hmm. right? And in the, in the, so Punk, for anybody who hasn't seen it, go watch the post scrum that he does. Punk arrives and is immediately emotional. And he talks about how he's basically back in love with the thing that he fell out of love with. And how he's thankful that Vince didn't buy our ROH because it would just end up being a tab on a shitty app. Yeah. And that's when the WWE fans lost it. Ah, oh, you didn't like this business. That's a great line. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's right. Yeah. He's, you didn't like this business. You could have came back at any time. Blah, blah, blah. It was the money, so on and so forth. Pung goes on to talk about how much he enjoys working with young talent. How much he enjoys when he sees people. It was like, it still is jarring to him for young talent to say, I wrestle because of you. That's still... It got him. Somebody was like, I started covering wrestling because of you. And that got Punk, like, emotional. And we've never seen Punk like this. And some people said it was disingenuous. And I was like, hold on. I've been in a position where clearly much lower level than Punk. I love hip-hop. And I worked at BET. And it made me hate it. And I understand that feeling. Where you put everything you love and you, like, I wanted to do hip-hop at BET. And BET wanted me to be sports entertainment. Yep. And I was like, I hate this place. I hated going there every day. I hated it. And then when I left, I stopped doing music for a while because I was so burnt out on it and I was so disgusted by everything that happened. I hated it. And I I needed a a, a palate cleanse until I got back into it on my own terms. It took Punk seven years of being injured. Like if anybody read the, uh, the, was it the GQ article? Yep. Where he kind of talks about like the staff affection where other people talking about it. I saw a man who loves what he's always loved and he's getting to do it the way that he's always wanted to do it. He was never a sports entertainer. No. He just happened to do really well in sports entertainment. Sports entertainment wanted Punk. Punk didn't want sports entertainment, right? Like, I went to BET because maybe if Punk wanted the same thing, I don't know if he thinks like this. I went to BET as, you know, wasn't even 30 yet, and I said, I'm going to help change this place. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Punk came in with the same thing. I'm going to help. I want to usher in. You don't have to be big and muscle to be a wrestler. And I came to BET and I was like, I want to prove that you don't have to have a radio hit to make a great out. And when they turned me around, I figured out the system was a system. You can never change the system. I was disgusted. Punk did the same thing. He figured out the system was a system. The summer of Punk, that promo, everything he did. Big it, eyes is it, always going to win out. Yes. No matter how big you can get. No matter what system. Punk could do. Yes, he had an impact on so many people's lives. And yes, he turned a lot of people on to pro wrestling. But the, Vince was still going to be Vince. That system was going to be the system. And he ended up battered, beat up, and was discarded because of it. Now he's back. 
and he's happy again. As a, what is he, 43 now? Mm. Working some of the best matches of his life. And I listen to people say that they don't like that or why is he taking shots at WWE? Why wouldn't he? Why would, like, why would, why, when people ask him, are you happy that Vince didn't get the library? Yes, he's happy. Why wouldn't he want the guy who owns the business that he works for, the company that he works for, to own his footage? He doesn't want Vince to have that footage. If Vince owned Ring of Honor footage, do you think Ring of Honor would be, have like a show? It feels like, from everything that we've been seeing, that Tony Khan wants to kind of build ROH as its own entity again. Right? Which is Seems like it. It's going to be very interesting WrestleMania weekend when they do Supercard of Honor. Mm. It's an ROH show. But it's probably going to have a lot of AEW influence on it. And then they're doing the Hall of Fame with Punk, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's unemployed right now. Temporarily. Him and Punk, the last time I talked to Joe at SummerSlam in Vegas, he was like, me and Punk talk every day. This is before he got cut by the WWE. You think they're not talking every day? You think Tony Khan's not sitting there going... What do you want to do, Joe? Joe had a big hand in NXT recruiting, training mm. those last year yeah. and a half, two years. If there's anyone to do the day-to-day it's of him. ROH when you restart it, it's him. He's probably your guy. And, and you, know, you got Regal. Dog, you already know got, how I feel about Joe. On. Joe's <laughs> one of my favorite wrestlers I've ever seen in my life because yeah. he just defied every expectation of what a big man should and shouldn't do in the ring. But you take that man who came to WWE way too late, right, where he couldn't move like he used to. Like, those people that watched Joe in WWE didn't see the Joe that I watched in Ring of Honor and TNA. They missed that Joe. Yeah. But if you take that Joe and put him in a position of power to where he can book or he can tell people what to do, I think he changes. I mean, that's that's huge. But ultimately... People that didn't like Punk's promo, I, I, to me, it's like, you're just never going to like Punk. And I think that's a man who doesn't have a lot of friends, who pours this, who loves pro wrestling. Why are you not happy to see a man who loves what he does happy again? It's weird to me. Some people ain't, ain't happy. <laughs> that's the key. Like, they, they just want to see other people not happy. It's weird. But with this match, I was very happy. I was too. Yeah, I was probably, and again, probably because I was invested in the storyline. Probably my favorite match of the night. Yep. <laughs> so it was really good. It was violent as hell. Oh, yeah. Delivered. It had to be. Yep. Yeah, had to, be. to blow off that few. And I didn't mind the interference at the end. At this point, MJF doesn't lose a lot. You got to give him a reason why he loses. Absolutely. Like, why he loses when he does. Absolutely. So this was a good way to kind of get over that um, in this match. Brett Baker versus Thunder Rosa. My, this was my least favorite match of the night. Me, 18 me as well. minutes. Nope. For no reason. Nope. Yeah. Why? I think you said it. I'll let you expand on Britt Baker has hit a wall. Yes. That she was red hot a year ago this time. She's almost unbearable as champion to me right now. It, well, it's time, right? Yeah. Britt Baker came in when the division was floundering. Went heel, had that match with Thunder Rosa, became AEW champion, basically put the women's division on their shoulders while they were scrambling to figure out how to make this weak division work. Because remember, it was weak. Yeah. Until Britt Baker became champion. Now she's champ. She's done. And now all the talent is fine. The, 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 tide, the rising tide is raising all the boats. So all the boats are coming up. And now you look at Britt Baker and you remember, oh, wait. She's not that great of a wrestler. She was good for when, the, they, when they needed her. 
But now it's stale. She's very good in stipulation matches. She's, she's like good. Roman Reigns. She's very good in stipulation matches. She has a great character. Yep. Um, she's a good wrestler. She's not a great wrestler. But now that you have all these other women, okay, you did what you needed to do. It's time. It's do time you, for you to go. Do you, do you think it's because they're still not quite sure who they want to give the keys to? Yes. That's that. That to me is the only reason she is still holding that belt is because obviously like it comes with that credibility that she's given it and they're just a little apprehensive of who they want to give the keys to next as they should be because honestly their number one champion has the secondary belt. So Brit wasn't as stale to me until we see Jade as a champion and it's like, you're the main champion. But you ain't her. No. So and, if you give the belt to someone else, like yeah. Thunder Rosa could have won. Sure. But if you ask me who's the women's champion AEW, it's, it's Jade Cargo. So you need someone that's a little bit bigger. Maybe, maybe for the first time someone debuts and wins the belt outright. Yeah. And it's and it's tricky too, because you can't like Jade is in the perfect spot for her right now, where yeah. she does have the quote unquote secondary belt, however you wanna, you know, a cha- champion is a champion. But you know. It, sticking Jade up to that number one spot immediately and having her have these five, six minutes, you know, crushing matches is not going to do anything for the women's division, right? No. You're just going to bury everybody else. So it's like, this is why, like, TBS title is perfect for Jade Cargill. But now it's like, who do you, who, who's your workhorse? Ruby has to take it. Ruby, Ruby's a good, I mean, like, if you heat, choice. If you heat, heat Ruby up, she can. Yeah. If you sign Athena, which was Ember Rose, or Ember Moon, <laughs> um, Ember Moon just... Let her rock. Like, yep. I think you can sign her and she could win it ASAP at her first pay-per-view. You know who's a, the best the best feud in the women's division right now? Serena Deeb and Sheeta. Yeah. Yeah. Good matches. Serena Deeb, Serena Deeb is, she could be the one. She's the wrestler's wrestler. Yes. Yes. I don't know what that makes her as a champion. It makes her the working champion. Okay. Because Jade, yes, if you want to call that TBS title the secondary title, it, fine. It's like the intercontinental belt. That's you fine. Could, but you could call it that. But in reality, whatever Jade does with it is what Jade does with it. But she's never going to be the working champion. You no. need a working champion. And Deeb is really good. Yeah, she is. I mean, she, she taught people. Her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's really yeah. good. Like her feud with Sheeta and like interfering when she was going to win her, her, what was that, 50th match or whatever it was. Mm. And then watching her work other shows, I've been watching her in GCW. I watch her work everywhere, and I'm like, she's good. She's good. Yeah. She didn't get that title off of Britt Baker. I don't know if they do it, but you need somebody to get that title as a heel or whatever it is that they're going to do and elevate it more. And I think Deeb can make it into a working champion. So whoever gets it off of her has to work twice as hard. Whoever beats Jade, I don't know when that happens, right? But it's like, it's like beating Hulk Hogan. Yeah. At this rate. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, if she's going to lose, she's in a perfect spot because then immediately she's elevated to the main title picture. So she got to drop it maybe off of shenanigans or something. It's going to be an interesting few months here for, yeah. Yeah. for that for that title and especially seeing where it lands, if Britt still even has it, when they're here in Vegas. Because if she gets to that point, there is no possible way they could keep the belt on her. After double or nothing, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It depends on who they got at that point. At that point, that's gotta be it. You gotta pull. Yeah. You they have a we'll, month and we'll a see half. If they pull the trigger earlier. They have a month and a half to build someone. Yes. Yep. To take that belt off her. Um, and then we have second my fa- second favorite match of the night, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. 
Um, singles match, 21 minutes. It, I mean, they bled together. Could have took 10 minutes off of the last match and threw it on here for a 30 minute. I would have been fine. Um, no, they bled together. William Regal coming Wait. out. War games. <laughs> Actually, I saw uh, someone post a picture right afterwards and just said, Woodlow. And I was like, great. Yeah, you got it. Do it. do it. Just do it. Um, I, I saw people complain about Regal being in AEW. I don't like a bunch of old men everywhere in AEW. Regal's dead. But it's William Regal. Regal. I want to I pivot and then go back into this match. Regal's promo on Dynamite. Yes. Was so good. Which he had to apologize for. Yeah, because like, he went do long. Not, yeah, I'm you like, do not apologize. Like, you do not apologize because you fought off a lot of demons. Yeah. And you and you sold, you gave that to us in the ring. We haven't seen that part of you. In a long time. And it's like, you, Danielson, and Moxley, like, Danielson, strangely enough, like, he's the, the most pure wrestler on the planet, yeah. right? But Moxley's just gotten out of rehab. And Regal, is just, his, he's dealt with so much. And to have him cut that promo, I was like, oh, my God. Back to the match. So you just beat the shit out of each other. Yep. That's all I wanted. And I was just <laughs> strong like, style. And this further Lance Creed, I was like, hey man, we got to talk about this Danielson is on this Mount Rushmore, man. He comes in is like, I'll do your match. Yep. And do it well. Yes. Yeah, so five star. I'll do your kind of match. Five star. Yeah. I'll do your five star. Yep. Like what, what can't this man do? It's one of the best wrestlers ever. Like Moxley for all intents and purposes, Moxley's a, a great wrestler, but he's limited in certain areas of wrestling. Right? He's not a technically sound wrestler. Danielson's a technically sound wrestler. Death matches aren't necessarily his thing, but I'm pretty sure he could do it. 100% sure. God, this was, I mean, this match was just good. Yep. Brian Danielson's going to be up there with Hart. He's going to be up there with Sean. Yes. He's, I mean, he already is. He's there. Like, he's going to be on the floor of wrestlers' wrestling. Now, you can argue that there's, like, a spot, you know, there's a different list where there's, like, Rock, Hogan. Oh, of course. Sure. Austin. That, that's fine. Whatever. Because sometimes Brett's not on that list. Sometimes Sean's not on that list. Uh, I, I'd say that's a whole different area. Like, sports entertainment, maybe give me Austin, Rock, Hogan, and Cena. Cool. Throw them on their Mount Rushmore. That's that's sports entertainment. Professional wrestling, Mount Rushmore. I mean, like, you, you get Hart, you get Sean get Danielson, and then we're getting into a weird territory where it's like, who's the fourth guy? I mean, you know, you, you can Flair, go there's... Flair on that one. Um, you have Hugh, who must not be named, is up there. You have Guerrero. You have, Guerrero. You have uh, Chris Jericho. That's what I was about to keep bring Like, that, that, that fourth spot gets dicey. I, but I think Brian Danielson is locking down that third spot. And then now the fourth is the juggle. And he's and and he ain't going anywhere. No. He's it's, he's it, only adding to the resume. He's only adding and he's like there's no signs yeah. of slowing down. Omega looks like he might get into that mix for a while, but it's like he started to come. We got we just gotta get him back and 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 wrestling with, you know, get, get some more Danielson matches. Yeah. I mean, now it's like all the people that you think about all the people who have come in. Since the end of Omega's run, right. that's the crazy. It's there. It's all there. It's Adam Cole. Omega left, and it was like all these guys. Came in. It's all these guys. It's just Johnny like, Gargano's he, a free agent. Like you could bring Johnny. Like, like the the matches. Like just would think just about be it. Crazy. CM Omega, Punk. Yeah. Omega leaves, and it's like he's sitting there, and I'm sure there had to be some point where Omega was in AEW. Was like nobody can keep up with me. When it first started, yeah, it was, like, it was like, yo, I'll just book the women. Like, I'll let like, everything figure it out. Yeah, it was like, nobody, like, not to be arrogant, but no. nobody keep up with me, right? Yeah. Now he looks and he's like, 
Oh my God. There was no Okadas on the roster. There no. were no Okadas on the roster. But like Omega Danielson? It's listen, man. Again, if Jay, <laughs> if Jay White signs like for uh, a bigger role, like you're now getting a lot of work rate guys. Like, like now we're getting busy. Yeah. Right? Like now we're just now we're just working. You can work up and down the card. Punk. That means you can work up and down this card and have any match you want. This is stupid. So yeah. it's an embarrassment of riches. Dude, if Claudio signs, oh. You know, I mean, if Claudio signs, it's a sorrow for those who only watch WWE. Yeah. But if, if Claudio he signs, signs him versus Omega is going to be in. That's the, be- that's the best part of Kenny Omega just sitting out for now. It's just like, we we just came up with like six matches and we're like, yeah, where's the popcorn? Where, where, like you where get, do I get the front row seat? Yeah, it's no. like you get an extra signing. Like, again, oh. sometimes like we're talking with E. It's like, cool. Like, E was champion. He was champion. Like, you know, and then you, they get out for a while. Like, Omega was champion. I was like, okay, did we take him for granted? Like, when he was champion. And then you get out for a while. So when you come back, it's like, Oh, okay. Like, and he's he's got, got the it. perfect slot to come into. It's just got to be like the right moment, oh, the right time. Adam Cole is just on a platter. The Young Bucks, Red Dragon, Adam Cole scenario oh. requires Kenny Omega to finish that off. It's the slot's perfect form. It's just got to be the right timing. Yep. And as soon as his face shows up, that pop better be. Oh, it's going to be. Oh, the cleaner insane. shows up. Oh. Um, and then we have Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting versus. Uh, Andrade and the Hardy family. There's two things. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, and this is all we got to mention, really, when it comes to this match. That's it. Sammy Guevara doing the crazy-ass flip. Oh, the over spin the table. Oh. oh, my God. What's cra- wrong with him? He's, he's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, he's, crazy. <laughs> he's, he's nuts. And... Through two tables. God bless. I know you guys, like... Oh, I th- feel like you guys have talked about this before. Not the biggest, like, Stinger fans. I love... No, no, I'm a big Sting fan. Okay, okay, okay. No, I, he's a huge I mean, yeah. yeah, growing up, like, Sing was the shit for me. So, just seeing him wrestle is, is is I mean, it's mind-boggling. But he's 62 damn years <laughs> old, and he jumped off a freaking railing into a set of two tables. What? Insane. What? It, that popped me. It popped me. I'm, that, not, that, I'm not a huge Sting guy. It popped me, and I giggled, right? Like, I was giggling, and I was like, I can't believe he did this. What? I had to put it in the chat immediately because I watched after everyone. Yeah, I was like, Sting's a bad man. Like, He's a like, I got, God bless I got to give him props. Like, if, if I can be critical of him in certain moments and being old and everything, mm-hmm. I can't be a hypocrite. That is an amazing spot for the anyone. The only thing that is I mean, for sure about Sting is nothing is for sure. Oh, listen, and then now I just read, give me him oh, versus the Players, Tribune, Brogan, Players Tribune article read, I read oh, today, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh, they're really trying to make now just me a give, Sting fan. Just give me, like, give me, give me, give me the Stinger, Darby Allen versus not the Hardy Boys. I want Broken Matt Hardy, mm, your brother Nero, and I want brother Nero. Let's do it. And I just want to sit just. Give me final deletion. Give me get give me all the cinematic. Let's get weird. Just, just promo on promo on promo on weird shit. A mower of lawns. Uh, yes. Oh yes. Um, give it to me. Hey, give, me give me the, the cr- give me the crow sting back. Oh, oh everything. I need Listen. it all. Darby like body bag getting drugged like from the thing. All like, of that. <laughs> all that. Um, this is a perfect time to pivot into this. The return of Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Yo, Hogan must pose and Hardy must dance. Yeah. Are like the thing. This it was, uh, here's what I, here's one thing I love about AEW. They they just know when secrets are the worst kept secrets and they just they don't care, right? They're like, yeah, Jeff Hardy's coming back. 
So as the beating is happening, I'm like, well, where's the music? And then they hit the actual Hardy Boys music, which is stock music, which a lot of people didn't know that AEW could easily just attain the rights to. You hear the music, Hardy sees his brother getting choked out. <laughs> it's so elated. <laughs> He gets to the top of the ramp and immediately <laughs> it just hits the t- he couldn't help himself. Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. One gotta, second, buddy. <laughs> this is what we call getting our shit in, right? Like he was like, I'm gonna get this. Because <laughs> oh. he was so elated at the pop, he just couldn't contain himself. Because there's no way. Autopilot. Yeah, there's no way somebody was like, so Jeff, when you hit the ring, you you must dance. And Jeff was like, this is just what I do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yo, save your brother, bro. Like, what are you oh doing? Save your brother. He was like, I'll which, get him. Which, which, which he did. Which he, he did. did but, <laughs> you know, it just took him. Yo, he's got to dance. He, he had to dance. He's got to let some people that music. know. Yes, he couldn't help it. If we hit that music right now. <laughs> Jeff might come in here. Brian hit the music from the booth right now, we all break out in the dance. It's just the music. Yo, but if, if you watch it again, right? Jeff is in like full sprint, sprint. as he comes out. Stop. And he hits the he hits the ramp. He's like, is that my music? Yo, your brother's getting choked. Your brother, oh. It don't take much long for Oxen to leave the brain when he's getting choked out. You're not oh, gonna make it, bro. Whatever. Like he hits his cue. Everything. If you want to know what WWE training does to you, <laughs> that should that should once your cue hits, no matter what happens, once that cue hits in your music. Boom, boom, you got it. Like, it's like he didn't even think about yo, it. His body be, just reacted. Yo, that, that could be chilling. That was like Tourette's. He could show up to someone's funeral. He's about to give the eulogies real proper. Someone plays the music and the cue hits. Boom, boom, just start <laughs> dancing. It doesn't matter where he is. He is trained in WWE brain to yeah. hit the dance yo, I, when I, that cue hits in the music. Bro, I, I hollered. I screamed. Oh, that, my that, God. Might, that might be wrestling meme of the year. If Dude. this doesn't become the next wrestling TikTok trend, what are we doing? <laughs> if we just don't walk up on our friends randomly and just play the music in random places, like super inappropriate. Mm. Like you're just chilling, chilling in the hospital lobby and you're like, man... I hope that person makes it and it's just everyone. And you just come up and play the music and your friend just got it. Just hit it out on <laughs> TikTok. Like, oh. Oh, what are you doing? That... Oh, gosh. Oh, we're going to find this I don't know if we have the stock music yeah, license for yeah. but we're going to we're we're gonna work on this. We're going to figure it out. We're going to work uh, on this. That, we're going to work on this. Boy, I screamed. I, I'm so, that, like, that brought me to tears because I watched this so many times. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe this fool just stopped to dance. Can you imagine if that was how they like built a feud? It's like, oh but God. then Matt Hardy was choked out <laughs> because his brother couldn't stop dancing. <laughs> oh. And then it's another Hardy on Hardy combat because you didn't save me, Jeff, <laughs> because you were too busy boogieing. <laughs> To our music oh, that we've had oh, for so long. That was such, that's yo, a, it brought tears to my eyes. I, 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 I can cry that, now. That was the one. <laughs> and once again, Amazing. Jeff Hardy, if he's happy in AEW, people are like, oh, he ran from the grind. No, he didn't. No. He's with his brother. Yeah. Like, this, this is probably it for the Hardy boys. It's the Hardy. This Hardys. is the last one they want. They had their pop in WWE. They had everything. Like, yeah. It didn't work. They've done, but they've done everything. Yeah. The fact that they came back to WWE is such a massive pop at that WrestleMania. Yep. And yeah, it fizzled out, whatever. Whatever. They had it, but now it's like, all right, let's complete this. Yeah, let's complete this journey. We're back with the Young Bucks. We can work Red Dragon. Mm -hmm. We can work LAX. There's a lot of shit we can do to close out our careers. And honestly, Matt and Jeff, with all the mileage on their body, should be tag team. Yeah. Matt Matt needs Jeff. Jeff needs Matt. Yes. 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 uh, That's all. Best was great. Whatever. Sting, dive, yes. But I I just can't get Jeff on 
My cheeks hurt. Dance. I'm laughing right now. I must uh, dance. <laughs> the remember main... King Beef from Martin? Do you remember King yeah. Beef? <laughs> King Beef used to walk in. Ladies, I like to rock each and every one of your worlds, but first, I must <laughs> dance. And every time he danced, people were like, go King Beef. Go King Beef. <laughs> the Hardy is King Beef. <laughs> Someone's going to leave that gif under our show. Yes. Somebody has to find oh. King Beef. Anybody knows what I'm talking about, you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Someone's got to give us and then Jeff Hardy. Just yes. all, all oh, this God. God. Oh, incredible. Um, when people come here for double or nothing, we're going to be like recording our wrestling shows in here. Our listeners oh, are outside the glass oh, I'm, and they're just going to start doing the Hardy. I'm already sure. Like, yes, yeah, oh. so we're, we're going ahead of ourselves, but double or nothing's in May. I'm trying to get something set up where we have AEW talent flowing through here like the entire week. That's that's oh. what I'm working on right now. That's what we want. If I can just get Jeff Hardy. Yo. Oh, we all got to do the dance. Yes. That's that day. I don't know. Listen, we got to get somebody on the phone. We got to call corporate here at Blue Wire. We need to license like 20 seconds of that music. <laughs> I think it's free if we use it for under 30. We're just going to hit it, and we just got to hit the same moment with Jeff on camera. That's that's all yeah. I want. That's all that's I want. Right. Anyway, I just got to do the Hardy dance. Page and, Cole. Um, main event, Heyman Page versus Adam Cole. Thought it was good. I, I really liked the match. I thought, so. Halo gear. This Yes. Oh, By Johnny Davenport. Yeah. My man. Johnny didn't, wasn't even watching the match. And I had texted him. I was like, you did this? And he was like, how did it look? And I was like, it look, I was like, it looks great. He was like, he's such a halo mark. And then he watched <laughs> the match later. But this pay-per-view was already running long. And it's one of the few cases where there's too much of a good thing, right? Where you're like, man, this is long, but it's really good. They only give us pay-per-views quarterly. So it's like, eh, I'll deal with it. The, the, the crowd saved this match. Like, this match could have been dead in the water, not because it was a bad match, because the crowd was exhausted. Yep. Instead, let's go, Adam. Adam sucks. Big, big, big over for Adams around the world. Just, it, that was, <laughs> the fact that the crowd was into this match, and I'm sure, I don't know if anybody asked Paige this afterwards, but I know for them, they had to be thinking, man, this, this is a long night. I wonder how this crowd's going to be. And the crowd ended up being hot. I think it helped them deliver. This was a really good match. This This was... We know who Adam Cole is. Yeah. Dare dare we say it was an NXT main event. Yeah, absolutely. Near falls. Takeover main event, I should say. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I didn't like about this match, I didn't need the interference. I didn't need it. I get I why it was it. there. Yeah. But I'm saying it like, I don't know what we were doing with the interference exactly. It was like a lot of like, ah, here's Red Dragon. It's like they just kind of have to be there because yeah. Adam Cole is there. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't need it, but... Getting still like the super kicks, the you know the the everything, the the buckshot into the buckshot, super kick, yeah. and you know pulling down the knee pad. Like again, we talked about this off air. Excalibur is so good on commentary. Oh yeah, they what are they lowering the boom now? It's not the last shot, but he he got the near fall, and Excalibur immediately says he didn't pull it on his knee pad. <laughs> yep, and I was like, damn, you're right. I, whether it was planned or not, Excalibur spotted it, called it out. Yep. And then add it, so much to the match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was a really good match. Classic, no, but I thought this was a great main event. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, I'm just happy to it, keep donating my gimmick to Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did what it was supposed to do. And that's all I can ask from that, right? Like, it did what it was supposed to do. Um, Cole didn't need to win. No. They didn't make him nope. win. Now, if it's Punk versus Page in that's, Vegas, that's going to be I think it's uh, Punk and Page. nuclear. Um, I'm calling it now. Calling it out, Punk and Page. That's going to yeah, be like that's insane. That's so, I'm sure. And 
we think about surprises. Like they're gonna have debuts, like at least three, four big debuts. That might be the Cesaro debut. Might be Cesaro. Might be be Gargano. Ember Moon. Might be be Ember Moon. Like we're gonna get some new faces there because they love doing that in Vegas. So I can't wait. This swerve sign. Swerve had a good match this week with Tony Nese. Everybody's like, "What's Tony Nese doing here?" That's why. He gives yep. you really good matches. All the time. Another, the guy cor- just another corner rumble participant. Way yes. to go, Swerve. Yeah. Uh, so. One thing before we get out of here. Why is Dolph Ziggler NXT champion? Because Braun Breaker can't stay in NXT for forever. Vince saw, I think I think it was, we were having a conversation. Vince saw him once. That's my guy. That's it. And that's uh, no longer need NXT championship for that. There goes Braun Breaker, Braun Steiner. Right. Yeah, I, Please I think, just turn him Steiner. Well, we, I mean, you want to change names, Vince. Listen, we went to Butch. That makes no look, sense. There's okay. a 33 and a third chance his name changes. Okay. Listen, I've saw people question like, why are you upset that they change people? They change wrestlers' names all the time. Yeah, wrestlers outside the company. Yeah. Pete does win with the WWE for five years. Well, Trips didn't change Butch. anyone's names, yeah. so that's look, he no. was NXT UK champion. He was tag team champion with Riddle. He worked Survivor Series in 2019 against Cole. WWE actively promotes NXT. It's not like NXT lives in a silo and WWE acts like they don't know who they are. It lives in a silo of events. Yeah. But then he's like, which? And people are like, you're going to get over it. And I'm like, that's not the point. I would have been better with Butch Dunn. Give him a last name. Yeah. No one's going to be a main event guy under the name Butch. <laughs> like, it's just not happening. You've already <laughs> capped his ceiling. Like, Butch Dunn is all right. Just try out a last name. You can always remove it. As we've seen with Riddle, or first name, or yeah. we've seen with Langston. Like, you can get rid of it later. I just, I Cesaro just, had a last name for a second? Yeah. I don't even know what that was. Antonio Cesaro. Was his oh, it was the first name. Yeah. yeah. It was Antonio Cesaro. Yeah, they got rid of that. Like, cool. You can always remove it later. Give the man a chance to be Butch Dunn. It's and that like, still sounds like a hula, also, again. It's also such a bad name for, like, a ring announcer to say. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. you don't have, like, a Butch. John Moxley. You know, you just have Butch. <laughs> Very flat. That's it. <laughs> no follow up. Yeah, it's 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 no good. Like I, I just I saw people just like, oh, it's okay. You say Dewdrop. No, I don't. I still call her Piper Nevin because I, I Dewdrop is such a dumb name. It's stupid. But yes, Dolph Ziggler's NXT champion. It, I was about to come in the show before that particular match, and I was like, you know what? I can see what NXT 2.0 does well. There's certain things he do well, but then he put the title on Dolph and people are going to say, well, it's because Braun's going to get his run or whatever. I don't care. Like, Stand and Deliver is going to be before WrestleMania. What a weird night, day one to put it on. Whatever. Anyway, we'll talk more WrestleMania in the coming weeks because I feel like we have a wrestling show almost every week because we're heading into WrestleMania. And there's yeah. no real big boxing or MMA shows. Like, we can kind of bunch them together. Yeah, not a boxing this is still the cool down until yeah. it takes so off April. after Mania. And it gets insane with the schedule. Yes, yes. And then uh, MMA as well. Like the pay-per-views are sticking out. Next week is uh, USC London. So that's going to be a pretty big thing. But we can still combine that with the, the fights that are going on next week, the boxing matches. So the next one will probably be a combined show of the two as we start on our road to WrestleMania and uh, really talking more AEW, talking about promotions like GCW and they're gearing up for their shows. I'm sure maybe we'll have like an entire show talking about like the indie stuff of that week and like the yeah. build and how everyone's like crushing on different indies and um, Terminus is still rocking and 
it's good to see. It's good to see that everyone's out here thriving and pro wrestling is good, you know, for those who are open-minded and open-minded and open-minded, open-minded enough to go out there and enjoy all of it. Not the WWE tryhards who are like, it's this or nothing. And I love Butch. Like not those guys, not, not the people who think everything AEW does is, is gold and giving everything eight star match. Like it's okay. They're really good. Like you don't have when to hype it, it when, up more. When in doubt, is. no matter what's happening in the landscape, just make like Jeff Hardy and dance. Yes. <laughs> people listening, oh, are like, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> yeah, people listening are like, yo, these oh, guys are classic. There it is. He's doing it. These guys are class. <laughs> oh, no, that's the old one. We can't license that. <laughs> Got us. Time to go home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're having too much fun dancing. No, we appreciate everyone for uh, sticking with us. The longer show than we thought, but that happens all the time when we talk pro wrestling. So we appreciate you guys. I know you guys like these pro wrestling shows. We're going to have a ton of them on our road through WrestleMania. And our road to double to nothing. Yes. 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 So it's, it's going to be a fun ride. In the meantime, follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter at Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out these shows in beautiful, beautiful 4K. Oh, don't say YouTube. 4K. Don't, don't Is it not 4K? 4K? It's not 4K. No. 1080p. It's 1080p. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, beautiful. 1080p. Thank you. Yeah. Go. yeah well, we can't be false advertising yet. out here. We can't be false. All right. So it is 1080p. Yeah. It's better than 720p. It sure is. Like our quality is pretty I mean, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. His lights are Brian, pretty good too. Brian's taking care of us in there. He sure is. Yes. Um. He, in fact, is dressed like Butch. <laughs> With that hat and curly. Like, are you looking there? Pete Dunn showed up exactly dressed like Brian this past week on SmackDown. It's sorry, Brian. I love you. <laughs> uh, hey, P- Pete Dunn's awesome, but, yeah, no, but yeah, Pete so Dunn much. is man. Oh, man. I would have took Brian Dunn. I would have took anything, you anything, anything at this point. Uh, we appreciate you all. Make sure you guys stay safe. Uh, can't wait to see everyone. If you guys are out here in Vegas, stop by Blue Wire Studios here at the Wynn Resort. Nothing but fun happening. But for now, we got to dance out of here. Hit the hearty music. Peace. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. (laughs) Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.